Shut up and sit down. Boom. What's up? <laughs> exactly. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Dope and Dharma. This is the Dharma Time Edition. Uh, I believe, I think today's Tuesday, if you're watching this live. Um, he's, of course, the, the one and only the Dope Doctor, and I am the Dharma guy. And together, we are Dope and Dharma. Um, it is, you can watch us live, hopefully, on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch under Dope and Dharma. And you can listen to us, as always, on any of your major podcasting platforms. Apologize ahead of time. We're a little out of practice at the moment. <laughs> For those of you uh, who are who are loyal followers and listeners and whatnot we appreciate you for staying loyal and following and liking and all those things um but he's been uh he was ill and then he got me sick by proxy <laughs> i don't know how but i'm gonna blame you like i'm, I'm i sent it in the mail yes it was maybe it's one of the text messages of you tell me how sick you were and that infected yes. me yeah because uh, uh you got sick uh and it was apparently pretty bad uh and then you know Shortly afterwards, I ended up getting sick as well. Um, it was either your fault or my mother-in-law, but I, I feel more comfortable blaming you at the moment. Just I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're both kind of getting over some upper respiratory things and whatnot. So uh, if I start to cough, I'll mute myself, I promise. Oh, yeah, but, don't do that. Yeah, I know. It's been bad, man. Like, yours was bad, too. Like, uh, it's just weird. It's not COVID, obviously, because I've been tested. I'm sure you have as well. Oh. Um, but... Um, gosh it was just bad like i don't know it just came out of nowhere and it was just not fun at all um but either way i digress here we are we're back we're we're doing what we do stop being so self-centered <laughs> wow funny you should mention that um so yes yeah, so if you guys are, are are able to read the topic then you know today's topic is self-centered and um yeah let's jump right into it uh, I know that there's self-centered and selfish, and then apparently self-absorbed, I guess. Um, we're not talking about the differences between all of them. Uh, today, we're kind of mo mostly talking about an idea that, that I've been seeing a lot of lately that I wanted to kind of put out there. Um, the premise of which is it, it feels as if we, as people, collectively because we experience something or because we looked at something or because we have what really amounts to be a very limited knowledge on something, somehow we feel instantly that that makes us an authority on the subject and we can then offer our, our advice, uh, our, our changes, our, whatever it might be. Like we can, we can critique whatever it is because we've done it. Right. You've joked a lot before that because you drive your car doesn't mean you can work on it, right? Well, we see like there's a lot of people that that feel that way, that because they watched a video or because they experienced something, they are now experts and they understand the ins and outs and they can kind of be an authority on it. Mm -hmm. And there's several instances that I can think of right off the bat that that I just so happen to be an authority on, right? Because I've got schooling or whatever and, and you as well. Um, and I always find it funny when when people will get an email from a friend or read an article and they'll start spouting off stuff and if it's in the field that i just so happen to have my expertise in it's funny to me on how off they really are but they don't leave room for error sometimes 
right? And the, the collective they. And so they'll spout stuff off that might have, you know, just a percentage of truthfulness or factualness because they did watch a video or read a book or whatever. But they're ignoring the other 90 percent, 90 plus percent that they don't really understand or don't know. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening to them and you know nothing, it sounds like, wow, this is great information. This person really knows what they're talking about. Um, but if you say it to somebody who knows what they're talking about, you start to realize like eh, it doesn't really hold water, man. Like mm-hmm. you're missing out like quite a bit, actually. Um, and, and so I just wanted to talk about that today because it, it feels like we're in a time right now that, <clears throat> excuse me, that because of all the information we have at our fingertips, you know, through the internet, be it YouTube videos, be it actual articles or books or, you know, whatever. Um, I I feel like we're kind of dumber almost, but we don't, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like collectively as a society, I feel like we're all like our, our intelligence level has gone down slightly, but our confidence has gone up. Like we feel like we know more and to the point where, like I said, we'll, we'll comment on things like we've all, that's where the whole phrase Monday morning quarterback came from, right? For those of you who don't know anything about sports or don't watch it, whatever Monday morning quarterback is essentially a bunch of us who watch like football on Sunday on come Monday morning. We're all giving our breakdown and our analysis as if we're coaches and players out on the field, know it all. And so like, you know, we're prescribing like, Oh, well they should have done this, you know? Well, no (laughs) like to you it looks like that sure but for the people in the field and who actually know what's going on it's not that simple and so i think that uh um i don't know that's what i want to talk about today man like what are your what are your initial thoughts on on this subject i i think uh from back in the day if you're going to compare it from now from a little bit before i'm not going to go too far back in the day i'm just going to say back in 1864 no but maybe the world wide web was a liar and google smarter you know, maybe because I remember when you used to say, well, you can't believe what you see on the Internet. And right. now people take their facts from the Internet. In other words, like if you're communicating yeah. with them, they'll Google it immediately and go like, well, actually, that's not true. I just Googled it. Yeah. This is what it says. And we take it for fact. Oh, you just Googled it. Well, that must be true. Yeah. Like, so something changed there, too. Yeah. Well, so like that's the thing that, that um, so I, I'm we're both old enough, although I was probably in school and you weren't. But. I'm old enough to remember in my school. I was uh, no, because you're older. You were already <laughs> graduated. But I'm talking about like when I was in high school when the internet first started to hit. Oh yeah. I remember being told by my teachers that you had to like, if you're going to quote the internet, you had to actually quote the actual website because it mattered. Like they were, they told you, right. like for instance, you can't use Wikipedia because everybody can right. can you know edit that and stuff. Um, and so it's like. Somehow that seems like it got lost too, right? Oh, like now that's just, fact. Wikipedia just because is you fact. Googled, yeah, just right. you Googled it, like, well, okay, not all Google results are created equal, right? Like, right, right, right. what did, what phrase did you use to Google it? What source did that come from? You know, like how, how many pages into it did you go to? Hmm. Like, there's a lot of different factors that are involved. But yeah, like I agree that it's like we all feel like experts, and we feel like because we Googled something and read like a two minute article that now I'm somehow, uh, you know, an expert that I can kind of profess what I know on the, on the matter. Right. And you know what else has become true? Like public opinion. So like if enough yeah. people like something yeah. or if enough people give it five stars, uh, then it must be the best. <laughs> yeah. It's gotta be right. great. Case in point, the Yeezy shoes, I think they're the most atrocious looking things I've ever seen in my entire life, but people are buying them for like hundreds of dollars. And I think they look like terrible shoes. But people yeah. like seem the, the the mainstream 
like they've all agreed that those things are attractive and i think they're disgusting but anyway yeah you see i have no problem with people being self-centered um you know as long as you know what gets me about people that are self-centered it's not that they're being self-centered it's the emotion or the argument that accompanies it so like (laughs) if you're emotionally invested in what you're talking about and saying to the point where you become argumentative and unreasonable then you're not listening that's when it becomes annoying but if you're just being self-centered and you have a viewpoint and you feel confident in your view i have no issue with that i I, agree with that i think that you should stand for what you believe i think you should be confident in your in you know your mindset um but when it doesn't allow you to listen to other people listen to other perspectives and then you know at least absorb a little bit of it and and if and if yours requires some modification based on that new absorption then let it be modified you know but when you're concrete in your thinking and it can't be altered uh, regardless uh, of what data gets inputted then I, I think that's where it becomes a problem and you, you become rather a, annoying of a person. Yeah. I, I, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Right. I'm just trying to think of so many different scenarios that come into my mind and, and yeah, they all kind of stack up with what you just said in the sense mm-hmm. that when it becomes a problem is typically when somebody is, is professing something or mm-hmm. trying to offer up what they feel to be as a solution mm-hmm. and not understanding that there's it's multifaceted. Like they're not realizing, like, you don't, I I was, uh, there was a phrase that I heard when I was a kid that kind of stuck to me. Like the older people kept telling me that is be smart enough to know what you don't know. Right. Right. And, and as I've gotten older, the more important that phrase has become to me, Mm -hmm. you know, the more in depth I get into stuff, the more I learn about things, the more I realize I didn't know anything about that. It's so much more complicated than I ever thought. You know, when you're young and like I said, you read an article or you watch a YouTube video, you look at something and you think, oh, yeah, that's easy. Oh, that's no, that person that you listen to broke something very, very hard and complicated down into like a soundbite that made sense Mm -hmm. to you. But what they didn't do is they didn't show you the the 20 years they spent learning that to to regurgitate it to you. Right. Like, um, you know, just thinking of of simple things like, uh, um, you know, just moving something around or, or fixing something or whatever. I'm trying to think of, of an example at the moment, but like I, a conversation you and I've gotten into over the years, many a times. Um, and I think that many people could relate to, right. Might as well just mm-hmm. start in on that is, uh, is employment, right. Owning a business versus being an employee. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, like I I've, I've been on both sides of the fence on that one. Right. Like I was an employee for many years of my life. And then I've, yeah. I've become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen both sides of it and um, I get it from both ends, but it's like, I, not a lot of people do. Right. And what I mean by that is, is like, as a, as an employee, you'll look at things that are taking place that you don't agree with or that you don't like right. because it affects you in a way, right? That's where the self-centeredness comes from is you're not thinking about the company as a whole. Right. You're not thinking about your coworkers. You're not thinking about the bosses. You're only thinking about, I want this, I need this, and it's not adding up, so it's got to change. And what you're not realizing is a lot of your coworkers relate to whatever it is that you're talking about differently than you. We don't all have the same experience, right? Like mm-hmm. when Michael Jordan is talking about basketball, his experience with basketball is vastly different than mine. Mm-hmm. So if he's like, well, just go dunk it. It's like, oh, right. I can't, bro. <laughs> like I don't have that ability. Right. right. So I interact with the game of basketball much differently than an NBA player would. Well, same thing in, in, in everything in life, but 
in this particular example, talking about businesses, a lot of people think like the boss doesn't care about them, right? Like, oh, they don't care about me. And, and right. full disclosure, I'm sure there's some that don't, right? Like, I'm not, you know, right. there's opposite ends of the spectrum. There's there's outliers. There's business owners who truly just don't care. You're replaceable. You mean nothing to them. Uh, I'm not talking about them. What I'm talking about is the the like the mom and pop business or whomever that truly does care about their employees, but there's a lot on their plate that they have to think of. So you have the employee who's upset that maybe they didn't get a raise, right? You know, they didn't get a raise or instead of getting like an 8% raise, they got a 4% raise and they're upset. Mm -hmm. And they think that the person doesn't care for them and everything else, right? Now, I'm not going to get into the weeds of, of uh, you know, the whole pay scale in general. And the cost that, of doing business. Yeah, <clears throat> That's a different topic right. that we'll get into another day. Right. What I'm talking about is the idea that maybe it's not just as simple as they didn't give you that 4% raise or the 8% because they hate you. Maybe it's not that simple. Maybe it's, Hey, inflation went up and their cost of doing business has gone up and you know, they've got to figure out ways now to pay for certain licenses and insurances and stuff that they have to maintain in order to keep the doors open and keep the business right. operational. Not to mention, yeah, they want a profit. They didn't start the business to help you. They started the business because they wanted to make money Correct. and they felt they had an efficient way of making money. So they're going to factor in a certain amount of profit with every decision that they make because they have the right to, you know, put their kids through school and buy a nice car just as much as you do. So, so um, are you you having to be talk? Are you talking to UPS right now? Or are you talking to the Teamsters? Which we, we, are you? Are you both? Talking? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, you're very timely for some people out there. They're just about to go really? on strike, right? Now. Oh, I yeah. didn't even hear about any of that yet. Oh, you have to well, fill me in later. The, the Teamsters want to go on strike uh, against UPS right now. They're oh, saying okay. UPS is not coming to the table with uh, with agreeable oh, solution, and UPS is saying the Teamsters have have walked away from the table. So, well, there you go. Right now, we don't know who's who's telling the truth. <laughs> uh, well, then, yeah. But if you have a package coming uh, by UPS, it might not be coming uh, unless you get it, right. unless you get it quick. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> so I, that's just that's one example, right? There's many right. of them out there. Right. Um, you know what? What really prompted this was the last few days. One of my hobbies that I've been able to do more frequently lately because I've been sick is video gaming, right? And so I've I've heard in the video game world they'll refer to some people's casuals and the tryhards, right? or the no lifers, the casuals are the people who work, do whatever, and they can put an hour here, an hour there. And then the no lifers are the ones that can spend eight, nine, 10 hours a day. Maybe they have a streaming channel, who knows? And so it's like, oftentimes the, the no lifers will make comments, not realizing that the guy who spends an hour doesn't have the same abilities to get the things that you did after playing for 12 hours. Yeah. Or they'll look at the game and say the, the, the developers don't care because of this, or, uh, you know, they're, they're monetizing too much and charging too much. And it's like, they're not realizing that, well, it requires money to keep that up. You know, if you enjoy doing what you're doing. So if you're, if you're an employee of a company and you like getting a paycheck every two weeks and you enjoy showing up, doing your job and getting paid and going home and buying nice things, well, there's steps involved in doing that. You know, it doesn't just appear like one of the examples <clears throat> that, that I, I still struggle with, if I'm honest, right? Like, uh, um, <laughs> wants to have YouTube channel at least 12, though. Yeah. Nice. Katie on, uh, Katie on Facebook Live is uh, right there with you, but Nice. Um, so as an example, um, the, the uh, uh, gosh, I mean, I just had I'm, a I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just thought it was relevant to what you were saying. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, Katie's watching on Facebook Live, and I think her son should have a channel. 
Yeah, right. Let me give him his channel. This is a yeah, what, what game does he play? By the way, what game is it? I'm is going he to guess at? Fortnite. It's probably what he game. Well, he plays. But oh, is that your guess? That's my guess. It's Fortnite, okay. especially at 12 years old. Uh, I was going to say, let me guess, but I don't think I know enough of games that 12 year olds plays. I don't even. Right. I can't even guess Trinity. Right. Um. But uh, uh. But no. So like you know, this oh, Legend of Zelda tears. I was totally wrong. And no, yeah. I know Legends of Zelda just came out actually. So, um. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I digress. My point is, it's just that there's there's more things that go into that than what we realize. Right. And so the one that really kind of like shocked me, I guess, yeah. that I still kind of struggle with, you know, on a humanistic level. Mm-hmm. But I like I see both sides yet again because of what we do for a living. Um, and that is treatment facilities. Right. Right. When you hear that for 30 days of treatment, it costs upwards of thirty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Um to to the uninitiated that sounds crazy it sounds like astronomical for 30 days with the treatment it costs 30 grand it's like holy cow that's a that's insane um and and i agree it does it does sound insane it is a lot it is however when i was talking to you guys when we were doing tropical when i found out that one one not not all one of the licenses that you have to have from the state in order to operate the facility was like 10 grand a month just to have that one license. And then you have like three other licenses you have to have um, not to mention the overhead and all this other stuff. So when you're paying out, you know, a hundred thousand just to keep the doors open, to take people in, to help them. And you're paying a hundred thousand a month. Suddenly that 30,000 doesn't really sound like a lot. That 30,000 doesn't even keep the lights on. You need a lot more of those 30,000 just to, just to break even. And then that's not including the profit that you want to make because the, the great therapists of the world who are phenomenal at what they do, they're not going to work for $10 an hour. They're just not. So you, if you want the good people, you're going to have to pay them a competitive salary. And so it's like, I don't think the people who look at that 30 grand now, granted, you know, oftentimes if you're looking for a treatment facility, you're in crisis and you know, the last thing you're worried about is money. So of course you're going to complain and not really think about the people who own it, whatnot. I I get it. You're it's, it's a difficult time, but taking a step back and not being self centered in it, looking at the bigger picture, it's expensive. (laughs) I mean, like 10 grand just for one license. That's a lot. Yeah, and, and, well, just to be pay- fair, it was the medical directorship. It was the medical directorship license. It was a, it was ten grand. Was it way, one of them like CDF or uh, DC? No, like- no, we have DCF and all that, but it's not that much. But 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 the medical directorship was ten thousand alone. And yeah, and, it's and, and, crazy. and and by the way, the nut was a hundred thousand dollars a month on day one of the month. So, uh, we started at negative one hundred thousand every first day of the month. So yeah, that and, just and to, that's just to break even and pay everybody and yeah. and keep the lights on. And that's what I mean is I don't think people realize that like people aren't looking at it from that direction. Right. right. Same thing. And we've talked about this numerous times on the show as well, mm-hmm. in the sense that, um, you know, people want to get mad at millionaires and say that they don't pay anything, but they don't want to stop to realize that, you know, the, the, the percentage that we as non-millionaires are paying towards our taxes are not fixing the roads and the you know my couple thousand a year in taxes or whatever is not covering the millions that it takes to no it's the rich people who are doing these business deals who are paying millions of taxes are the ones who are yeah. paying for the schools and you know yeah. i don't i don't pay enough in taxes to pay even one teacher's salary you know in right. the in the local public schools you know i just don't mm-hmm. and so uh it's easy 
to be self-absorbed. It's easy to be self-centered. It's easy to, to only look at it from the angle that you're coming at. I, I right. get that. And as you said, my problem isn't that. My problem is when that mindset bleeds over into how you treat other people and right. hear other people. Right. Yeah. You know, you're bringing up some really good points because you, you're, you're broadening the scope of just uh, appreciating those around you. Right. It, it, you know, um, we can get really stuck in what we don't have in our life without appreciating all the homeowners around you that, that actually, if you're not a homeowner, you're not even contributing to the school in the neighborhood or the roads or the fire department or the police department, all these things, because your property taxes go to a lot of that stuff. And so if you're a renter, yeah, you're paying towards that, but you can, you can leave away. You can leave at any point in time, like, you know, uh, but the homeowner, you're obligated for those, those taxes and and those fees and and stuff like that. Even the sidewalks and stuff, you pay towards sidewalks. And if your neighborhood doesn't have sidewalks, guess what? You still paid for them. You paid for them, even though you don't have them. You paid for my sidewalks. (laughs) It's just so weird. All the things that, 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 that go that allow a community community to be a community so when sure. someone within the community is complaining about the community it's like well, what can you do to help it because you you have to contribute not just by absorbing oxygen you have to contribute financially to that community you know what i mean right. I'm, I'm just serious you know it, yeah. it takes it takes carbon dioxide uh, you know to create the oxygen right you know yeah. it takes oxygen to create the carbon dioxide oxygen to create the carbon dioxide you know it requires the whole cycle of life to happen you can't just be a taker in this world you have to be a giver and so the best way to receive in this world is to give i really believe yeah. that i think that yeah. my life started getting uh worthy it started feeling better when i started becoming more of a giver than a taker because i i do have to admit i was more of a taker early on in, right. in my life and once i met dana and i started becoming a, a part of her life she became part of my life and, and, and I started walking the path with her. I think I became more of a giver and then became what I became professionally. And then I became definitely more of a giver. And even though really I wanted to take, I really wanted to take, but, but, by, by, but I, I was giving professionally and, it, and I started receiving from that. And I said, whoa, I'm right. receiving much more by giving than I ever did by taking. Right. Does that make sense? Like yeah. my pockets were more full with sustainable value by giving and receiving than by taking because when i was taking although i could fill my pockets it wasn't sustainable it's like i had holes in the pockets i would take but then like like the government would come take it or somebody else would come take it right Right. or i would just throw it away and spend it because i didn't value it whereas when i gave and then received i not only received in my pockets but i received in these pockets up here in my chest and i received you know in so many different ways and i felt warmth and, and and i felt embraced and i felt appreciation uh, sure. And I feel more of value. And so that made life, uh, it makes life, I should say. It's not past tense. I'm still here. Uh, this is not an image that you're seeing. I'm, <laughs> I'm alive and in person. Uh, it, it's making life just a lot better to handle. Yeah. Well, and and like I said, it goes, you know, it's it's multifaceted, this, this, this concept that we're talking about, right? Like it fits into so many different areas. Um, <laughs> as an example also would be, you know, an interpersonal, relationships and friendships mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or even just as something as basic like what what immediately came to my mind even though it, it doesn't fit exactly right. what we just mentioned was mm-hmm. um if i were to show you a uh a handicap sticker on a car parked in a mm-hmm. handicapped spot mm-hmm. whether we all know it or not we have our, our own interpretation of what that should look like right and so if the person comes walking out strolling and they don't look like anything our first thought, well, what handicap do they have? 
But what you don't know is there's many handicaps that you can't see, right? right? Like they they got the tag for a reason, but yet we'll still feel like an expert on what a handicap tag right. means, right? And and so the same thing in the interpersonal relationships, right? Like there's we all have our own little like idiosyncrasies that we do, our own little habits. And and if that habit doesn't line up with my habit, I'll look at that and say, well, how could you do that? That's stupid or that's self-centered right. or that's disrespectful or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's not, right? Maybe they have just their own way of doing things. Maybe they had a reason for doing it, right? Like um, yeah. maybe they'll have a, a – here's a quick stupid example, right? Like I guarantee you my wife gets irritated sometimes because she'll drink out of this cup that she uses all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'll leave it on the counter and she'll uh, – I'll go and do dishes or something and I'll leave it there. And I mm-hmm. guarantee you, I haven't even talked to her about it, but I guarantee you from her perspective, she's probably thinking, what an asshole. Why is he not washing his cup? Why is he just leaving it there? But what she's not I don't, realizing- even, I don't even need to ask my wife. I know that's what she's thinking. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. She'll tell, me, she'll tell me, wait a minute, did you just leave this here knowing I was going to do it? Yeah. And well, I was like, uh, no, it's a magic spot. <laughs> when you yeah. put stuff there, it automatically disappears. <laughs> well, and, and but there's another side to that equation, right? Right. I'm a, I'm a, for those of you who haven't seen me in person, I am a large human being. Uh, <laughs> my hands literally will not fit into the cup that she drinks. I have no way of washing it. And so I don't want to just rinse it out and give her a dirty ass cup and expect <laughs> her to drink from it. Right. <laughs> uh Oh, go ahead. Trinity. They, they, I we don't, don't think have many hands fit in those cups. You've got to have, you got to buy one of those things. We don't have one. Well, the, but, but once you buy one, then you will. Well, then when she buys one, we'll have it. I don't have that problem. I my hand can fit into the cup I drink. My point is, Leo, Leo's watching on Facebook Live. He's going to jump in there and try to use that with Lisa. He's going to say his hand yeah. don't fit either. No, no but Leo. literally, she has like these little like uh, it's like a I don't know. It's the thing that she, she has takes hand washing. She has cup washing hands, is what you're saying? Yeah, um, her hands fit. My point is. She's only looking at it from her perspective, probably, and saying, you know, well, he's just doing this on purpose. He's not realizing that because and she does that a lot, right? There's a lot of things in our house that I'll see her move or do something, not realizing, like, okay, uh, that doesn't work for me. Like, I, I bump right. into this or I do this or whatever. Right. So, you know, obviously those are trivial. Those are nonsensical yeah. examples, but they're examples yeah. nonetheless of how daily we do get so self-centered Right. That we don't stop to realize that there's a whole other like life that's happening over here. Yeah. Like there's there's other key components to it. Things are more oftentimes more complicated than we want to admit. So I guess um, what you're saying is that that Angel's self centered and she she tries to project yes. that self centeredness onto you. Yes, is what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so she thinks that you're um, being self centered by your actions. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um. But uh, uh, like another another example of like how right. things are complicated when we don't know what we don't know. Right. right. And and this is probably gonna ruffle some feathers if people are into this this dynamic and Uh-oh. reach out to me on the side and we'll have that conversation. But okay. The further I got into my master level certification stuff mm-hmm. into the health and fitness, the more I realized that we don't know anything when it comes to health and fitness. <laughs> God knows that. Right. As an example, we've all heard, I guarantee you we've all heard, we've all had a friend that's probably said this, we've all seen a documentary on Netflix, or we've all gotten an email or whatever it is that states that X, Y, and Z uh, uh, ingredient affects us in a certain way, right? Saturated fat, unsaturated fats, carbohydrates, fats, whatever it is, just pick one. And it affects you, your body this way. We've all heard that. I'm here to tell you, as somebody who's actually been in this field, it's complete bullshit. We don't know. 
it is impossible to take one ingredient and decide how that one ingredient is affecting somebody. You can't study it because even if you have a placebo and you have multiple people, there's no way of knowing each individual's genetics, each uh, outside stimulants or outside uh, things that affect them, what else they ate with it. Like it's impossible to, to limit it down to one key ingredient and in how it affects every single person on the earth in their bloodstream. But it doesn't stop people from spewing this stuff and saying, Oh, well, stay away from this. Cause it's going to do that. Right. Bullshit. We don't know that. We truly, truly just don't know that. There's a very right. few things that we know because it's like universally able to be studied. But my point is you'll read an article or your friend will tell you, and then you'll think and spout out as if it's fact, not realizing that it's a lot more complicated than that. Right. And I know in the line of work that you're in and I'm in, both with the physicality of things and also the mentality of things, how many times have you heard somebody say with an addict, well, just stop drinking? Well, like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it sounds that simple, but it's a lot more complicated. And if you don't, if you're not in this industry or you've never dealt with somebody in the addiction field, be it yeah. recipient or, or, or uh, purveyor, you don't understand it's a lot more complicated than just don't drink today. Right. Like, it's a lot more to it. And right. I, I, that's kind of where I'm leaning more towards is this idea that we get so locked in to what little bit of information we have and we forget that things are a lot more complicated than this right. little tiny sliver that we're looking at. We also like to take, we also like to take credit for things that are more genetic or take credit for things <laughs> yes. that are like given to you by other reasons. It's not yes. your own doing. Yes. Like I love it when Dana would go like, well, I just do this. And I'm like, but Dana, the whole world interacts differently to you than it does to other <laughs> yes. people. You know, Dana's got this, this, this interesting thing and it, it, it's like a glow, right? The way wherever she walks in the world, it's like everything just opens for her. It's like this incredible Trinity. It's an amazing glow. Sure. And 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 when I'm around her, I even get some of the glow. I I even start shining, and I feel I feel brighter and shinier, like a little spinner on the end of a fishing rod. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. and, and and all of a sudden things come my way. <laughs> Leo say, "No way, she is an angel. She is an angel." And and and, and it and it and it. And it and it's different. So I think we all need to understand that the world inter interacts differently with each one of us yes. in its own unique way. Yep. And so, number one, we're giving off, we're emitting our own energy. And then we look a certain way. So that's emitting a different aura. Right. Sure. And then people, people are different. And they're in their own lives. They're thinking about the zit on their forehead, not yours. And yet, <laughs> you know, you went. You misread that into believing like, why are they looking at me like that? Well, it's because you're not knowing that what they're trying to what they're thinking is, do you notice the zit on my forehead? And the way you interpret it was, uh, I think he's disrespecting me, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so we're constantly misreading each other. And then we all get emotional and argumentative. And then we go home and tell somebody about it. And the person we tell about it goes like this. Why are you telling me this? What, what do I care? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't listen to me or you don't care. And boom, there, there goes the fight. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the dog gets kicked at the end of the night it's like always they always that. do yep. <laughs> you know poor dogs you know yeah not, there's no dogs kicked over here by the way i'm an owner of dogs and love dogs and uh they can verify that they're not kicked as evidence by they're all just laying around right now exactly but uh yeah it's 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 an interesting world you, you know when you talk about self-centeredness another issue that, that gets on me about uh, when someone is in active self-centeredness is unsolicited information uh, you know, sometimes we just have to be a listener. Sometimes people just want you, you to listen. And, and, and I've known, I know, at least in my relationship, that's my job. 
My my occupation is listener. Right. Dana is not asking for opinions. Dana is not asking for my viewpoint. As a matter of fact, if she wants my viewpoint, she will specifically ask me, what do you think about that? But the question I get more frequently than what do you think about that or what should I do is, did you hear what I just said? Are you listening to me? I get that question more often because my face must, as much as I'm listening, Trinity, I think my face must glaze over to like, why the hell am I in this situation? <laughs> How do I get out of it? You have, you have resting, not paying attention face. I don't think I do, Trinity, but I think she knows me very well and she catches it and she's like, what? Did I? She always asks me this question at the right what time. What did I just say? What did I just say? And I'm like, uh, and it's like I'm a kid in class that just got told that we're having a quiz. And I'm like, yeah. What? C. C. <laughs> Is the answer C? <laughs> right. right? So yeah. But, uh, but I think unsolicited. Uh, information uh, is, is is never a good thing. I, I think that sometimes it's just really hard, even though you can relate to the person or you want to relate to the person. Sometimes your occupation at that moment or your intent, their their intention for, for releasing on you is for you to simply be a receptacle and just yeah. receive it. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that was something that I've had to learn in my life, right? Mm. Um, uh, because I do consider myself well, well read, right? I mean, I watch a lot of stuff, read some things. I've learned a lot of things. And so when I would hear somebody mention something, I used to take that as an opportunity of thinking, oh, I can mm-hmm. fix it. You know, let me tell mm-hmm. you this. Uh, and it got me in a lot of trouble. Right. <laughs> you know? And so I have learned over the years to just, uh, oh, oh, that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Whatever. Right. You know, I'll just, I'll listen to it and, and I'll wait for them to ask. If they ask me, and even then sometimes, like my wife will ask me and even then, I'll preface it by saying, okay, well, what kind of advice are you looking for? Right. Are you looking right. for the right thing to do or the one that's going to feel right. good? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And, and part of the way I do that is by not being self self centered. And what I mean is, is I've learned over the years that when I'm hearing something, number one, I'm hearing their perspective of it. Right. I'm not hearing what happened. I'm hearing their interpretation of what happened. And, and secondly, I don't know all the other factors that are involved in whatever that situation was. Right, right. And so if I'm going to give my advice or whatever, the first thing I'm going to do, other than make sure that's what you want, is I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm going to gather more facts. Right? right. Like I'm going to want to know, OK, well, what's you know, why did this happen? What are the intent? I'm going to need to know more information right. it's because I've learned I don't know what I don't know. And, and, and I think that is, that is an important rule of life. And I wish more people would say it, be smart enough to not, to know what you don't know. I a hundred percent mimic that. The, the only difference that I would add to that is that I'm naturally self-centered. I have to, to acknowledge that I'm here for you at the moment when I'm right. interacting with another human being, because most of my time is spent without another human being around me. So most of the time I'm allowed to be self-centered and just do what I want to do, how I want to do it. And, you know, and I, and I just do my thing, right? I'm working, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something. And then sure. when another human comes in my orbit, I have to actively switch from it's all about me to like, all right, you're in my orbit for what purpose? Like, what's my purpose to you? So I have to, I, I, I have trained myself to just try to figure out what is my purpose to this person in front of me? Not what I want the purpose to be, but, but what, am, what is my value to that person? You know, right. because I think service, I think servitude is just a, a it, it, it I think it humbled me. It, it it taught me humility. You know what I mean? Uh, right. To 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 not yeah to to be there for them instead of just for me. That's right. that's how I got rid of the taker and and I started being a giver. Is is just think what what kind of service am I providing to this person? Uh, and you know I didn't read the book, but I heard a lot about the title was how to win friends and influence people. 
I love <laughs> I love never, never reading either. a book, but feeling like I did right. uh, because I've heard the title so much that I feel like how do you not know what the book's about? I I, I know what the book's about by the title. It's such a great title. I, I think I know what I'm. <laughs> right. I'm going to go right to the the end result. Right? It's like reading the back of the book. Got it. <laughs> Give me the <laughs> notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what I'm supposed to get out of this. At the end of this, I'm supposed to get that that I'm supposed to somehow. Uh, uh, be there for you, and then you're going to enjoy the interaction a lot more by you going, wow, I walked away from that great because you were able to speak, be heard. Uh, you know, I actively listened. I gave you feed, you know, gave you feedback only when offered, when only when asked to. And 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 then you walked away and go, God, that was a good interaction. And yet, I never said a dang thing. All I did was, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So so what I'm saying is there, there's there's a uh, there's it, it, you know, Nancy's seen it right there, so I'm going to put it up. Yes, Nancy, on Facebook Live, listen as you want to be heard. And and that is an important thing that I think most of us just need to do is just just listen. Yeah. Just what is being told to you? And, 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 you know, we've done shows on narratives and we've done shows on all yeah. that stuff. You know, we're looking at how to fill it and how to fill in the blanks. Sometimes you don't need it. Yep. You don't need to fill in the blanks. And and, and look, I'm 30 years married. And, and, and by the way, congratulations, Leo. I think he said on Facebook Live, 43 years married. Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Awesome. Congratulations, Leo and Lisa, for being 43 years married uh, tomorrow. The only way to get there is you have to be a participant and be a listener and, and just know your role. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm here to support you. I'm here to smile when you want me to smile. I'm here to lie to you when you want me to lie to you. And and, and you have to know what they mean when you be when you're supposed to be truthful, when you're supposed to be a liar. And trust me, it's a skill. Trinity. Yeah. When they look at you and ask you a question, you better know, is this a lying moment or is this a truthful moment? Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, and the whole thing is just, I'm here to make you feel as good as you can because I want you to do it for me. You know, I want, I want to feel special. I want to feel smart. I want to feel valued. I want to feel appreciated. I want to feel like there's nobody else on earth that can give you the feelings that I'm giving you. And, and that's how you have to be with each other. Sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. Sometimes it comes easy. Sometimes you have to lie about it. Sometimes it's just, it's the truth. Uh, uh, but you know, every day is a different day. You know what I mean? Or should I even quote? Should I quote Kamala? Every day is a what? What did she say? I, I don't even know. <laughs> every day, um, I don't know what she said recently, but it was something equally as ridiculous as a lot of other things she says. But go ahead. Well, there's another phrase that I, I can think of that you know, when people hear it, they probably think it's kind of harsh, but there's some yeah. truth to it. Um, yeah. It's not all about you. It's definitely, it's definitely you not know what i mean you. like that's the thing is it's just not all about you at yeah. the end of the day like you, you gotta you know take that put it in your pocket man and take it around with you and and, and you could probably use that in almost every situation that you come yeah. across in life it's not all about you mm-hmm. you know that it's not about what you think or how you feel about it or what you experienced or what you think should mm-hmm. happen or whatever yeah. you know it's not about you uh, oftentimes uh, you know we're all living in our own little world doing our own little thing as you said before mm-hmm. and so we got to realize that, that because it's not all about us we might not have the answer right and, and like you said sometimes it doesn't require an answer sometimes it just requires listening but my point in all that is just that that God, we're not as smart as we think we are you know, we don't know as much as we think we do. Mm-hmm. And we I know we discussed some of this, so some overlap with our narrative show that we just did a couple of weeks There's ago. There's probably going to be a lot of overlap. I mean, how yeah. many, you can't do thousands and thousands of shows <laughs> yeah. since 1999 and not have yeah. overlap, Trinity. Exactly. Um, but it, it's there's truth, man. It's just not about you. Like, you, you know, not everybody walks through the world experiencing the same thing that you experience, right? Like, we all, well, like I said, like, like even myself, between the two of us, 
you know, there's differences between the two of us. Mm -hmm. And even though we can walk into the same room and walk away with completely different vibes or completely different experiences. Right. You know, like we joked a lot, you know, uh, like my wife is able to uh, just on the way uh, I went and picked her up today on the way here. uh, She had to get on the phone and and she had to deal with like a customer service rep type thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And the way she handled that, I could never do. Like I could, I could hear the frustration in her voice. I can see the animation happen. She was kind of like losing her patience with somebody. Right. But as a five foot, like, I think she's like five, three as a five, three, 120 some pound girl, uh, you know, like she's allowed to get kind of animated, right? Like she's able to do that. 120 some pounds. I think she's 125. I don't know. Uh, She doesn't care about that. This cup is 120. Yeah. Uh, dude, I was more than 125 when I was in middle school. Uh, but regardless, at, at somebody who's six foot three, you know, much heavier than 125 pounds. Uh, Your arm is 127 pounds. Show us the arm, Trinity. For real, dude, I, I weighed 200 pounds in middle school. So, I mean, that gives you an indication. But my point is, me going into somewhere and raising my voice and getting animated, it's probably going to result with a different experience right. than what she got. You know, people are going to look at me and say, hey, uh, you know what, maybe maybe we should call the cops or something on this guy. So right. my point is just just this this concept or this notion that we know all of it and we just, you know, our experience is the same experience as everybody else. So therefore, right. our information is just as valid as theirs. No, you know what I mean? Like, like I can't like I my solutions won't work for everybody, just like their solutions won't work for me because right. they experience the world differently. And so that's where the listening comes in, and, and, and that's when, when you're giving advice or when you're spouting your, your opinion on things. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind that not everybody has the same value system, the same experiences, the same worldview. Like, it's going to be different, and that's okay, right? Like, and that's what I mean by it's just it's not about you. It really isn't. Um, and, and, and Richard said on our, on our Facebook, he said, what my feelings don't dictate everyone else's reality. I'm shocked. Yeah, I, I, I sense the sarcasm, but you're hundred percent right. Like, I think we need to hear that. Like we need to understand yeah. that there's so much more to things than what yeah. we want to give credit. You know, Just, you know, the hard thing though, Trinity is that we're, we're, we're learning, we're, you know, we're constantly learning. Right. And, and what we're learning right now as a society is as much as each one of us want to be heard and we have felt that we're going to be better for you as a person. If we tell you, Hey, I'm hearing you and I'm listening to you. We, we actually translated that into not only am I hearing and, and, and listening to you, but what you're saying has so much validity that it lessens someone else's validity. And that's <laughs> not the message that we were supposed to be giving. Yeah we have to understand that just because someone is validating our feelings doesn't invalidate someone else's feelings. Yes. And just because what I'm thinking or saying has some sort of value to it, doesn't devalue everything that you're running with, even though it's complete opposite, both have value and both deserve equal attention and respect. And and, and you shouldn't disrespect one over the other. My favorite phrase, man. Two things can be true, you know, Amen more than one thing can be true. Like that's yeah. you hit it right on the head is oftentimes we think one instantly negates the other one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, <clears throat> another example that comes to my mind that I thought was interesting. There's a big debate going on right now because the, you know, here in the U S the Supreme court just made a decision about affirmative action. Right. 
And I've heard two completely different stances on that. And, and they're both from, from people who would be affected by that, by, mind you. Um, mm-hmm. One stance is, hey, I can't get ahead. I need, I need that opportunity extended to me. Otherwise, I wouldn't get that opportunity. Mm. Okay, that's one stance. But then mm. I heard the other stance of, hey, I don't want to be, I don't want to feel as if the only reason why I was given that opportunity wasn't because I was qualified, but because I fit right. a quota. Mm. Both of those are valid, right? right? And so it's not as it, it's it's complicated. We we want to think, that, you know, the problem is like we're so knee jerk, right? Right. So we talked to this first person and we were walking away. We think, well, oh, that's crazy. You know, we need to have this in place. And we feel like, yeah, we're justified. And then we'll turn around and we'll say it to the second person. And the second person tells us their story. We're like, oh, well, yeah, that's right. I agree with that. And we'll turn around. <laughs> it's like, well, they're both true. Mm. And the, pro- the, 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 the point here is you don't know. It's not about your perspective. It's both of their perspectives and both things are, are, are true. Right. Right. And so it's like this, this, this notion that we heard somebody's story or we read a, a paragraph somewhere or we watched a video or we took a class one time in high school. Like it doesn't mean, you know, everything, right. right. There's so much more to it. It's so much more complicated than what you're giving it credit for. Like right. pump the brakes a little bit and, 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 and don't be so concrete in your thinking. Right. Understand. Like I'm going to say it again. Be smart enough to know what you don't know. Right. And what if you can't have it? What if you just can't have it? Look, we say it a lot. Like, we can't all be Michael Jordan, right? You just can't have it. Yeah. Like, you may want to play. I know a lot of people that would love to play basketball for a living. They they, they, just, they love it. They'd want to play it. Maybe they're good. Maybe in their neighborhood, they're the best it's ever been. Right. But you're still not going to play. Not only are you not going to play in the pros, you're, you're probably not even going to play in college. You know what I mean? You just can't have So why is it that we understand that with sports? But we don't understand that with other aspects of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look at someone else's outcome and you go, God, man, I, you know, I want that outcome. You you probably can't have that outcome no matter what. And even if you had it, you, you might not even value it the same way that person's currently valuing it. You don't know what that person, what it took that person to get it. You're assuming that you understand what it took that person to get it. You're probably not willing to do all the sacrifices that person did to get it. Now you're probably focused on one factor of how that person got it. So you think that's the only factor of how they got it, but you don't know everything they do. Like for instance, my lifestyle, even my kids will still ask sometimes, what do you do? You know, (laughs) listen, you can't do what I do. There's no way to teach what I do for a living. I, I somehow know how to hunt in a certain way, but I'm, I'm, I know how to work and never look like I'm working. That that's how I work. (laughs) Now I am lucky enough. That, that I found how to utilize my skill set to get me paid. But but if I can't, I can't teach it, can't teach it, you can't mimic it, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't work that way. I just have to accept what I got, right? Other people can't have it, just like I can't have someone else's outcome. I look at it and I go, man, how did they get that? But I can't, I can't seem to get it. But the reason I can't seem to get it is because probably I'm not willing to do during the day or during the night or whatever to get it. Or I didn't set myself up properly. Like some of us just screwed up early in life so that you constantly put yourself on a different path. You just did. You put yourself on a different path. And other people kept walking down a path, you know, like the game of life where it says you can either go to school or not. You know what I mean? And and, and then you go to school and you get that the worst. You ever play life and you get the worst job of the you don't get the <laughs> physician. You don't get the attorney. You get the real crappy one. And you go, like, that's all I make. And I went to college. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
That's all you mean. You went because you went to college and you picked the wrong, you 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 picked the wrong degree. Like you know, you picked one that sounded good or felt good or it was easy to pass. But how are you gonna make money off that degree? I happen to make money off a degree that people don't make money off of. They just don't. <laughs> but but I just found a way to make it. So so those are sometimes luck is involved. Sometimes it's it's a it's a perfect mixture of luck, skill. And active awareness, like make creating opportunities and, uh, you know, uh, uh, attacking those opportunities. But you have you have to know people. You have to be in the right situations. You have to know how to act when you get those situations uh, handed to you. And that's is that's every interaction, not just financially, not just business. It's every interaction. You know, it's easy to see when it comes to occupation. It's easy to see when it comes to money. What's not is not easy to see is when it comes to general just happiness. But all that, what I just explained, also happens with just regular happiness. You just have to learn how to, to attack certain situations, how to be present for certain situations, see when they're there. Uh, some of you are unhappy because a real good thing that could have made you happy is right there. But you're so busy being frustrated over here that you ignored it. It was right there. And you chose not to embrace it at the moment because you're so stuck in your frustration. And you're so stuck in, your, in, in your, your, your pity party that you didn't allow that to be what it was. And that could have been so good for you. But at that moment, it just frustrated you and made you upset. And you just said, oh, you're too happy. Get the hell away from me. I don't want to hear happiness right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you mentioned something that, that um, I think bears mm-hmm. digging in a little bit more. And that is, uh, once again, it just coincides with everything we've been saying. And that is, mm-hmm. if you've seen that, that picture where it shows like uh, um, expectation versus reality, where it shows like business and they think it's like a straight line and it's actually like this curvy line. Mm-hmm. Or the other one that I see a lot is um, we look at a glacier and all yeah. we see is the part that's hanging out the top yeah. of the water. We're like, Oh yeah. my gosh, look at that. Yeah. But what you don't see is underneath the water is just yeah. this massive hunk of ice. Right. Yeah. Um, I think we do that a lot. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of what I mean that, that it contributes to this, this weird awareness that mm-hmm. we think that we have. Yeah. Uh, I teach my kids this all the time now because my son has this really bad habit of looking at somebody who has something that he would want or whatever and say, oh, they're so lucky. And I have to come to, and I, I make a point every time he says this, hold up, that's not luck, buddy. Mm-hmm. They, they worked for that. They, they, mm-hmm. they did what they had to do to make mm-hmm. that a reality. Mm-hmm. It's not luck. It's they did the work necessary to arrive at that space. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think that we do that a lot because once again, we'll watch a video or we'll, we'll, we'll see somebody on social media and like, Whoa, they're good. Like uh, I'll keep it with the, the physical realm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as somebody who's in the health and fitness world for many, many years now, I'll be the first to tell you a, a lot. Uh, and this might come as a shocker for people, but a lot of these people that you see on like Instagram and stuff who are all mm-hmm. ripped and look fantastic. Let me break it to you. Uh, like, let me be the first to break it to you. I guess is number one. A lot of them have great genetics. Uh, number two, there's a tremendous amount of airbrushing and editing that takes place in those pictures. And here's a dirty little secret that most of them won't tell you. Most of them, I'm gonna say a high percentage, at least eighty percent, if not more, are on some sort of help. And when I say help, I mean steroids, HGH, some sort of uh, you know injectable or ingestible that's helping them maintain that physique. Um, but they don't tell you that. Right. And, and the ones who did earn it, like I remember mm-hmm. myself years ago when I did mm-hmm. my first, my, uh, my first physical transformation, mm-hmm. all the people saw was like the 90 some pounds that I lost, you know, back in the day, what they didn't see 
was the strict diet that I was on for I don't know how long, the two and three hour gym days that I was there, how mm-hmm. many parties I didn't go to or, or you know, I didn't go out to these things or whatever. Instead, I went to the gym or I did whatever. They didn't see the hours and hours and hours. Right. right? Um, even with, with what you do, right? Like if people look into what it takes to get a cap, you can't just go and take a test. Like you've got to have hours and hours of, of actual mm-hmm. experience in doing these things. And so it's like, we look at a video and we look at this person who's made it look easy. Right. And we think that we understand. No, yeah. there's so much more that went into that. That, that, mm-hmm. that And so for you to even comment on it, it's kind of disrespectful to the person's right. time, right? right. Um, and the last thing I'll say on that one is a, 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 another way I've heard it told to me over the years that I've stolen. I don't remember who I heard it from, but mm-hmm. um, somebody complained one time about uh, a charge, right? Like I'll, I don't remember who, in what context, so I'll just use myself. Um, if somebody wanted, to, if I wanted to, like somebody came to me and they wanted to lose weight, right? They wanted to have a a program designed for them to exercise and lose weight, right? And I I I give them a, a rate, and they look at that rate and they get upset by it. They say it's too much or it's this or it's that, right? And and if you look at it as you're paying me for the amount of time that it's spent to actually put that together and everything else. You're probably right. That seems like a crazy number. Why would I do that? It only took me 20 minutes to do, right? But what you're you're not paying for that. You're paying for the the almost 20 years that I've spent accumulating that knowledge and that ability to create that plan for you. All the years that I've been doing this, all the books that I've read, all the people that I've trained over the years, that's what you're paying for. You're not paying for that 20 minutes that it took me to put it together. Because what you're not realizing is I can do that in 20 minutes because I've been doing it for 20 years. And so that's what you're paying for. That's what you're, you're, you're interacting with. Right. And so when you're interacting with these other people, right, that's what you're looking at. You're, you're, you're looking at the result of all the labors. And so, so stop comparing your effort to their effort. Does that, does that make sense? Oh no, a hundred percent. Because it, you know, like earlier when I said luck in, in, in the, I didn't remember the quote, but I'm remembering it now is that when they say preparedness meets opportunity, yeah. Right. You know, you have to be prepared for whatever opportunities come. Yeah. Right. And and I think that's what some people are just better at that than 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 a lot of others. Right. And so the people that are better at at uh, keeping themselves prepared for that magic moment that, that's going to come. Right. Um, yeah. They appear to be lucky, but no, they were they worked for that. You yeah. know, like like you hear of those actors that got discovered, like when they were serving, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, the per- same person that discovered them you know, was served many more times than just once. They went to a thousand different restaurants. They went to a thousand bars, but that person that day, you know, they, they were shining, you know, yeah. cause they, they were constantly shining for that one moment that somebody might see them, yeah. you know, or, or maybe that's just what they were doing, yeah. you know? And then, so it worked out. And, and so you have to, you have to appreciate other people's success. And when you appreciate other people's success or other people's good fortune, it allows you to accept yours. Um, you can't just, uh, poo poo on everybody else's good fortune. Uh, if you do, then what you do is you create a dark cloud, a cloud above yourself and all you do is poo poo yourself. That's what you're really going to be doing. You're going to constantly just be negative about your existence and, and, and that's not going to do you any good. That's, that's just going to get you in a funk. Uh, it's going to lower your energy level. It's going to lower your, your appreciation of self and expectation of self. And then you're, you're going to work less. You're going to, you're going to strive less. And, and, and we do that a lot. Unfortunately, uh, we all have that in us. 
it, it's it's a fight. No matter who you see out there, it's a fight that everyone has. Everyone has a fight of of appreciating uh, themselves and appreciating uh, their situation uh, and their surroundings. And I think that's that's what's forgotten. Like when you say it about exercise, you see, and that's why I say sport like shows us really well. Like sport right. and exercise shows us because it's physical, so it's outward. What we should what we have to be doing inside all the time. Right. In order to keep that, if you have a six pack, if you're out there and you have a six pack, you know how much work it takes to keep a six pack like that is not easy. You could be strong and not have a six pack because you, there's so much that goes into what you can't do yeah. more than what you can do to get the six pack. Right. And so that that's inside happiness and that's inside gratitude and that's inside appreciation, that inside good, good emotion and, 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 and healthy uh internally it's the same thing you have to exercise on it every day you have to do those exercises every day and and you have to work on it and there's certain things you just can't put in your system there's certain things that some of you are putting in your system that doesn't work for you some things you're putting in your system that makes you sluggish there's certain things you're putting in your system that makes you feel doubt makes you feel uncomfortable makes you feel ugly makes you feel unworthy and, and those things just don't work for you instead of going to the gym like let's take the gym out of it there's certain places that some of you are going or you're surrounding yourself with that you're surrounding yourself around people that are making you feel bad making you feel horrible not making you feel uh, uh, worthy or or even motivated um and so you have to watch where you go see when it comes to physical exercise you know where to go go to the gym go here create it here so that same attitude think internally and what can i do internally that looks just like that outwardly that's that and and that's a that's not easy that's not easy because because to put the work in is 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 really difficult it's much easier to just lay down and do nothing (laughs) well that's yeah of course it is absolutely man unless you're unless you're adhd and you can't lay down and do nothing yeah you uh, you have to get up and and go do something so sure uh, anyway uh i think that's all we got for today man i feel good about it i think i'm spent it's our first show back i think we're both kind of like reeling from illnesses um but uh but yeah i mean do you have any final words before i do the little wrap up or was that your that was your final one yeah you know tengo nada yeah uh, well, before I give my wrap up, as always, I appreciate everybody for watching, listening, tuning in. However, it is you're you're ingesting us. Um, future reference, by all means, you can always watch on YouTube, Facebook, or uh, Twitch under Dope and Dharma, and you can listen uh, via podcast on any of your major podcasting platforms. Also on Dope and Dharma, and you can follow us on social media at Dope and Dharma or individually at the Dope Doctor and at the Dharma Guy. Um, yeah, I'll say that just once again, man, it's not all about you and be smart enough to know what you don't know. I think those are the two most simple cliche things that, that are 100% true that I would, if you only take two things away from our entire show tonight, let those be the two things. Be smart enough to know what you don't know, and it's not all about you. I think uh, that's all I got. That's that, that's the best way to end it right there. So, um that's it. So now that you know better, do better. Peace.